The last known remnants of Earth's people are adrift in space, aboard the Ark of Humanity. Its sole purpose, to instruct each generation in the history of human civilization. Confined and categorized, none could leave. But one made a daring escape. Cut loose from all she knew, with a holographic student as her only companion, she crash-landed on a nearby planet. This planet holds the sleeping archive of a culture even more ancient and unique than Earth. And the planet itself may change them more than they expect. This is Seminar. Analyze the data. There has to be something to help me find him. How did he just drop off all your scans? I was able to find them when they were out there in the wilderness. It should be possible to find them before- The similarities in Alex's physiology to the native species on the planet are not easily distinguished in the same way that the original holographic matrix was. Of course, I knew that. Ugh. I'm going in circles. I can't think because I'm too worried about him. If I couldn't remember something as simple as that, then I'm not going to find anything worth using. Thomas, could you please stop? Oh, I'm sorry, Alice. I'm just worried about him. And I'm no help either with any of this. My Matrix is nothing compared to Zerosh. No, I'm just keyed up. I didn't mean to snap. You absolutely can't help. Hmm. I don't see how. You've been talking to him far more than I have. Maybe you could think of something, anything, that might help us find him. Or at least figure out where he was going. Well, I have access to our data archives. Anything he accessed using Xerosh, I can pull up. Had pulled up a number of pending stories to listen to before you convinced him to get the physical. Ah, here's one. Accessing Astarte's Lament. Chuck? Astarte. Is that you? For the moment, yeah. You don't look anything like any of your other appearances. Like I said. This is me for the moment. Don't think too much about it. Um... So, you wanted an interview? Right, right. Um, I was a bit surprised that you asked me. It is a fairly public place. I like you. I like your reporting. And I like this place. Nice atmosphere. Delicious blueberry scones. You come here often, then? Once or twice a week. Different bodies, different names. Wow. Do you mind if I record this? Not at all. Well, for starters, what are you drinking? How does Astarte take her coffee? It's chai, actually. I never really understood coffee. Ah. I guess we can start with the big questions. Well, 
Astarte, the last anyone saw of you, you were a guest on O'Malley's Media Storm. You cured Richard O'Malley's cancer and vanished. Some thought you disappeared entirely due to shame from that appearance. Is that true? Sort of. Shame. Annoyance. Disgust. Certainly a lot of negative feelings. I mean, there's so much horror and duplicity in the world. And then when someone steps up and says they actually want to help, no one trusts them. Well, it's like you said. People aren't used to someone wanting to help purely from the kindness of their own heart. You seem to be offering help in exchange for praise. I was not. And even if I was, how is that different from any celebrity or politician? But people acted like I wanted them to bow down and worship me. Again, the fact you chose the name of a goddess. Ugh, that again. Look, it was kind of a joke when it started, and then it just stuck. I do not want to be worshipped. I suppose vanishing for the last five years does prove that point. What have you been doing in all that time? Stuff. Traveling mostly. Learning. About the world and about people and... About myself. And what did you learn? <laughs> A lot. Not much of it good. I'll be honest, Chuck. I think this species, humanity, has a very short time left to remain as it is. You're talking about climate change. I'm talking about a lot of things. This world around you with your laptops and your lattes and your 401ks, it's all going away. And I can't stop it. What's more, I don't think I want to. So you've given up on humanity? Is that it? No. No, I haven't. You see, I can't stop this era from ending, but I can do what I can to make the transition easier. I'm just not sure how. So with all your power, you're powerless to help? It's like, imagine you're a kid with eight crayons in a set to color the world. You get pretty good at figuring out what colors go where to show what you want. With these eight colors, you can create a masterpiece. And then one day, you get a set of 48 crayons. So many colors, more than you've ever seen before. And now instead of the sky you're coloring being blue, it can be six different shades of blue. And you don't know which one to use. With all these choices, you're paralyzed. And it used to be so simple. Well, I think if I were that kid, I'd simply try a color and see if it works. It's not quite that easy, Chuck. Maybe it was a poor analogy. I can change the world in so many ways. I can get rid of all the guns. I can fix global warming, or at least delay it. Wait, you can just... Why don't you do that? Because it doesn't solve the problem, Chuck. It just makes a symptom go away for a while. I'm getting pretty close to making a radical decision here, but I'm not... But you are already making changes, aren't you? The president's heart attack... The vice president's car accident, the speaker of the house's plane crash, all grouped too closely to be coincidence. There are many conspiracy theories out there about the incidents, and many of them point to you. Yeah, I've been dabbling. Taking the advice of a friend, actually. It was that and the fallout from it that made me realize the real solution isn't as simple as killing somebody. It has to be something more all-encompassing. 
You made things worse for a lot of people. I know, I know. I'm sorry, okay? I just... Let me ask you a question. What would you do? How would you fix the world? Well, to be honest, my first thought might have been to do what you did as a start, but that was obviously a bad idea. Yes. Yes, think past that. Think deeper. What would make people... What would make people stop treating each other like shit? I'm... I'm not so sure you can fix that. I mean, you can change the educational system, form a new religion, but even that might not even... Ugh! Don't get started on that religion crap again. That's just... No! Again? Did I mention it before? Come on, Chuck. Think deeper. You have to have something for me. Well, it's too bad you can't just change people's minds. Like, make them nicer. Increase mankind's compassion. That might fix a lot, wouldn't it? Hmm. Thanks, Chuck. Wait. I just needed an idea. I think this time you have something. I don't know why it didn't occur to me. I can make people forget stuff. I just never thought of actually changing the way they think. Hold on. What are you going to do? I think I'm going to increase mankind's compassion across the board. Like, raise the minimum level of empathy. I think that might be possible. Great idea. Thanks for that. You... you're just going to change everybody at once? Well, I'll have to do a bit of testing first. Start small. Rhode Island, maybe. But you can't just... That's... it's unethical. I think we're past that now, Chuck. We're talking about survival of the species. Drastic measures. Yeah, I'm really liking this idea. You know I have to write about this. Everyone will know what you did. I always love our chats, Chuck. I really wish I could let you remember them. What do you- I just love that recorder, too. May I? You know I have to write about this. Everyone will know what you did. I'm gaining quite a collection of these. It's funny, you always replace them with the same model. Consistency. I like it. That's why I picked you. You have a way of seeing the world evenly. <laughs> Oddly, but evenly. You picked me? You've been helping me out the past few months. Giving me ideas on how to help the world. The assassinations? Your idea. My god. Aw, oh, don't feel bad. In a few minutes, you won't remember anything anyway. No memory, no guilt. Well, I'm gonna split. You really do have to try a blueberry scone, Chuck. They're divine. Sir? Sir, are you okay? Mm, whoa. Must have drifted off there. <clears throat> I've got to stop staying up so late and working on my blog. Uh, it does look like I'm going to need another coffee. Uh, sure. Anything else? I think I'll try a blueberry scone. I hear they're divine. What was he thinking? Well, he was very worried about the idea of you leaving us. 
And maybe I'm wrong, but maybe he was trying to figure out if that was part of you being human. If you'd leave. If you'd give up on us. We talked about this. You and I did. But maybe Alex can't see that. Maybe he views humans the same as Astarte, ruled by their emotions. And the only way to change what they do is to change their very nature. That is very perceptive, Thomas. You're absolutely onto something. I asked Alex to get a physical so we could understand his physiology, but I never considered how we were looking at humanity at large. Zerash, bring up the medical results again on this monitor. Blood frenzy. I don't understand. The entries on this aren't exactly clear. Zerash, what is this? A condition experienced by the Zarok to enhance lethality on the battlefield. Right, but what does it do? To the person, I mean. The cognitive, biochemical, and psychological effects include sleep deprivation, obsession, compulsion, increased serotonin levels, increased blood pressure, increased adrenaline, increased trends. Okay, that, that's not gonna work. Um... Can you show me with an example? Zerosh has found an example of a similar phenomenon in the data archives from the Hollow Unit. Accessing Sleep Deprived. Hi everyone! Welcome to my first live stream! As I mentioned on my YouTube channel, subscribe now, my therapist suggested that I keep an audio sleep journal. Being the good millennial that I am, I figured this seemed like the perfect opportunity for more content! And the great thing about audio, I don't have to do my hair and makeup. I hope you're excited to hear all about my sleep woes, listen to my rants about the dreams that keep me up at night, and maybe even get a recap of any spooky dreams. It's just me for now, but if we're lucky, my roommate Julie might make an appearance. Maddie, we seriously need to talk about the kitchen again. Are you ever planning on cleaning those pots you used, like, what, five days ago? Or should I go ahead and get my Petri dish and start culturing penicillin now. Hey everyone, it's my roommate Julie. Are you seriously recording right now? Can we maybe have one conversation that's not on the internet? Does anyone really exist outside of the internet, Julie? I can't handle your shit anymore, Maddie. I'm moving out as soon as the lease is up next month. Don't worry, listeners. She said that last year too. Well, on that relaxing note, I'm going to try and go to sleep. It's about 10 p.m. I haven't had caffeine all day. Let's see how this goes. Watch your feed to catch the update tomorrow. Hello, and welcome back, everybody. I hope you all had a restful night's sleep. Because I didn't. I literally don't think I slept at all. Closed my eyes and... Nothing. I had to power through with some coffee this morning to feel like a person, but I stopped hitting the cold brew after 1pm. I am absolutely exhausted though, so maybe... <sighs> maybe that'll help. I'm gonna try and go to bed now, so wish me luck. And uh... If you have any sleep tips for me, leave them in the comments section. I'll pick a few to read during a future live stream. So, good night. Hey, to any of you poor saps that are also awake. Oh, I had the most 
bananas nightmare, which I guess means I was sleeping, so yay? Oh, excuse me. So, crazy dream. I was making spaghetti for like 500 people, slaving away in a kitchen, and spaghetti, spaghetti, so much spaghetti. But then I was in such a hurry that my spaghetti was undercooked, and the spaghetti got mad at me. It was yelling at me and, as a punishment, decided to imprison me in spaghetti jail. Are you seriously recording again? Some of us are trying to sleep! Well, that was a little uncalled for. Sorry, I better continue this another time. Nothing like keeping you in suspense, right? Hey listeners, I've got a nice rant in store for you. So, Julie and I have Greek mythology together, and after class, I heard her and a group of other people laughing in the back of the room. I wander over to say hi, and what do I hear her talking about? She's telling him all about her crazy dream. You know, like my crazy dream? I didn't catch the details, but she must have been telling them all about my crazy spaghetti jail dream like it was her own. Can you believe that bitch? She obviously listened to my livestream last night, thought it was hilarious, which... It is, and plagiarize my dream to tell her stupid friends. Well, guess what, Julie? I'm on to you. I just... Ugh. I'm all worked up now, and I don't think I'll be able to fall asleep. You know what, listeners? I'm gonna go for a run to burn off some steam before bed. Night. Hey, again. I had a pretty rough day. I'm pretty sure I massively bombed my calculus midterm. Which, which makes sense. I mean, I'm so tired and out of it. It's a miracle I've been remembering to wear pants the last few days. Oh, and I uh, left my keys in the front door last night, so good job me! <laughs> Julie really ripped into me for that one. Someone could have come in and murdered us. I did finally get some sleeping pills prescribed, though, so I'll try that tonight. It's seriously the stupidest thing to be so tired but not be able to fall asleep. Or I guess I'm sleeping sometimes because I keep having that weird spaghetti dream. I definitely don't feel rested afterwards. I don't know. I'm... I'm rambling. I should wrap this up. Good night, everyone. Hey, listeners. Sorry I missed the last few nights. I kind of, um... Uh, I forgot? It's like I... Sleep. Sort of for a few hours, but I'm not really sleeping. I'm just having that fucking spaghetti nightmare. Oh, uh, <clears throat> anyway, I finally figured out how to get out of spaghetti jail. You just have to go up to the bars, which are naturally made of spaghetti, squeeze them until they're mush in your hands. And then you're free. <sighs> it's only like 
8 p.m., but I'm pretty tired, so I'm going to try lying down. Did you hear that? I think something is outside scratching on my window. I went to tell Julie about an hour ago because it's freaking me the fuck out. She just told me I'm imagining things and to go back to bed. But I know what I heard. Here, listen again. You hear that too, right? I can't stay in here. I'm moving out to the couch. I just don't understand. I keep falling asleep, I think, but I always have that fucking dream again. And when I'm not dreaming, my loud bitch roommate makes it hard to. You know what? I figured it out. All this mess is her fault. All that yelling and getting on my case about the dishes. Anyone would go crazy. I bet she sent one of her dumb friends to scratch on my window at night too, just so she could gaslight me. She's always been jealous of me. I do better in school. I have a great boyfriend, a giant social media following. She's trying to ruin my life and take all that away from me. I don't know how I didn't see it before, but it makes so much sense. I have to confront her. Otherwise, it's never going to end. Oh, good. Are you, are you here to do the fucking dishes? It's a good thing I bought a new pot, so at least I can use one thing that isn't growing its own ecosystem. Oh, what? Are, are you trying to threaten me? Way to be mature, Maddie. Stop messing around and put down the... Okay. Maddie, you... You've had your fun. But you're starting to scare me. I figured out your little plan, Julie. And now I'm finally... Going to get... Some sleep! <laughs> oh! Were you cooking spaghetti? What the hell? No, no, no. That must have been fake. That can't have been. Shit, that sounded pretty real. Babe! Babe! I just heard the craziest thing. I think we need to call the po- Shh, I'm trying to watch the news. What? No, this is serious. I think someone just died. Yeah, a lot of people. You should probably see this, too. And now, for our top story tonight, we go to Boise, Idaho, the scene of the latest bizarre and seemingly random homicide. 19-year-old David Martin strangled both of his younger siblings, Jessica and James Martin, to death in their family home. This brings the total to the 24th confirmed death in a sudden uptick of especially violent homicides scattered around the country over the last 36 hours. The suspects and causes of death have all been drastically different. Many were murdered with obvious weapons like guns and knives, but others, like the murder of Arizona woman Jessica Davis by a mechanical pencil, were much more strange and unusual. 
Very little links to current 18 suspects, except that they are all described by friends and family as having been suffering from severe insomnia and sleep deprivation. We've now also received several unconfirmed reports that multiple suspects had recently been complaining about repeated nightmares involving escaping from spaghetti jail. So, rational thought completely disappears in the face of this condition. That's ominous. Couldn't have said it better myself. And he went into one of these rages before he left? Who knows what he's doing now? Look, you don't have to be afraid of me. I just want to talk. Featuring the voice talents of Catherine Pride as Alice, Dan Foster as Alex and Thomas, and Aidan Rudd as Zarash. In Astarte's Lament, Molly Lankford was Astarte, Jasper Hoskins was Chuck, and Jordan Bonn was Barista. The story was written by V.C. Morrison. In Sleep Deprivation, Catelyn Dannis was Madison, Emily Wang was Julie, Carolyn Rutter was Listener, Dave Morgan was Man, and Marie Mickler-Savage was Newscaster. The story was written by Caitlin Kleiman. This episode was directed by V.C. Morrison and assistant directed by Samantha Reed. The rapper script and story were written by Catherine Pride, and the shorts and rapper were edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Music featured in this episode include the following. Comfortable Mystery 3. Comfortable Mystery 4. Penumbra. Awkward Silence. And Very Low Note by Kevin MacLeod. Additional music and seminar theme were written by V.C. Morrison. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar. Co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. This production is copyright 2019, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Next, on an all-new seminar, there are many things we take for granted. Single shot, espresso. Eating. Water, boiled. We tend not to think about them until they malfunction. Single shot, espresso. Now, now, seriously, it pushed double shot. Uh, Nautilus 2, if you can hear me, I seem to have sprung a leak. So, I don't know, if you could, like, dive faster. Oh, come on, stupid leak, where are you? Nautilus 2 to Nautilus 1, do you copy? Jan? Guess not. Or rebel. That is it. We can't stand idly by anymore. You heard them. They want to throw away espresso. Yeah. 
But what are we supposed to do about it? Appliances like us, we just get used and abused and then thrown away. That's just the way it's always been. Tomorrow, we fight back. Join the revolution with stories written by Caitlin Kleiman, coming August 28, 2019, only at PendantAudio.com. <laughs>